You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from our annual postseason intro to another season of Rick and Morty. That's right, where we cover your top, your bottom, and everything in between. We're talking about Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast postseason review. Ooh, yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to your top, your bottom, and everything in between. I'm Travis. Oh, I'm Brandon. Am I? Am I? Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about if we're tops, bottoms, or in betweens. <laughs> uh, That's for the post show live stream at <laughs> twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, all right. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome. We're back. Did you miss us? Have you missed us? Yeah. It's been two weeks. I missed Feels you. like forever. I missed you. Yeah, I know. I I mean, we we did do an episode last week of uh, apathetic enthusiasm. We did. Which you can catch on podcatchers all over the world. So yeah, if you did miss us, uh, we talk about other things outside of Rick and Morty over at Apathetic Enthusiasm. But we're back, back on the uh, on again, off again, every other week. Uh, you know, mid, uh, mid break what is this this is this is this is outside of yeah, the existence of an actual season it's a season break uh, yeah like an actual season, season break. break season break because because yep. because by all accounts we're all expecting season six to be here on a fairly regular schedule now right? any any minute it could it could it could be right now right you now could, i mean turn on your tv right now oh it no it's april fool's episode oh no turn it off in september uh, anyway <laughs> we we are we are gonna um as 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 Brandon alluded to in the intro, talk all about season five as a whole. But before we get to that, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, you can you can keep up with us during this this postseason mid season break uh, shenanigans <laughs> over over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod on Facebook facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast over on Instagram at Rick and Morty Podcast, and you can send us an email with your thoughts, your your burning theories about the central finite curve over at Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're still over on those subreddits, Rick and Morty.reddit.com and our subreddit, Rick and Morty podcast.reddit.com. Uh, and you can find us on our website, Rick and Morty pod.com. We are streaming live, as I mentioned over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to anybody that's joining us live. Say hi in the chat. Uh, you can also catch us uh, video episodes over on our YouTube YouTube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, like, comment, subscribe, do all those fun things over there. Uh, finally, support the show over at TeePublic. Uh, you can get there, apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. It's the easiest way to find t-shirts. And then Patreon, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, where we are overdue. We are. For, for a few more commentaries. Let's, uh, but, uh, let's, thanks, let's, let's thanks do that everybody. this weekend. Let's do that this weekend. Let's do yeah, a couple. Yeah, why not? Let's do a couple. Yeah, let's, do, let's do two. Or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and twenty seven. And uh, if you respond to this uh, with proof of your uh, RMP fo- pod fifteen, what is it? Ram pod fifteen. Uh, what is it? <laughs> RMP fifteen for fifteen percent off your loot crate. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hang out with us. I don't want to promise that because uh, we're we're bad enough with scheduling as it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fun. Travis, you always ask me, how are you doing? I want to ask you, how are you doing? You I'm know, great. You know, the you know, the the standard like, uh, let's small talk before we get into the actual thing. You know, I'm doing okay. 
I'm not feeling too good myself. Um, yeah, I, that's not how the lyric goes, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, no, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, my one of one of my offspring uh had a birthday. Ooh, Dexter uh, Holland. Like, yeah, Dexter Holland had a birthday and uh hit the big double digits, 10 years old. Congrats, oh, man. Dexter Holland. And uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um just had fun celebrating this weekend. I've also uh you know, been looking for ways to fill the downtime. You know, mm-hmm. no Rick and Morty means uh, space for other things yeah. uh, like, um, you know, video game simulated uh, space factory building. Uh, so so a little satisfactory, um, which we we've, we've, <laughs> we've started to explore together. Um, if you got any sweet, satisfactory tips, hit us up at rickandmortypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> All your satisfactory factory efficiency Screen, suggestions. Yeah. Show us your factories. Yeah. Show us your factories at Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter. Tell me the best um, yeah, way I'm, to harvest screws. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing all right. How, yeah. how have you been? How have you been without Rick and Morty uh, new episodes? I've been, I've been doing okay. I've been doing all right. You know, same, same with you, uh, finding some free time in my life. We're about to start some D and D again, about to in a couple Mm. weeks or some, something like that. That'll be, it'll be fun. I got, I bought this, uh, D and D beginners set. That's like a beginner board game to get the kids 10 and up, uh, started into D and D. So it's pretty cool. We'll talk about that on, on, uh, apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, but, uh, but it's 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 fun. Uh, football. Uh, Tua got injured. Uh, second game, bruised rib, and uh, then Oof. we got blown out by Oof. the Bills, thirty-five to nothing. So it's good. Oh yeah, I had Bills defense on both of my fantasy teams. So so you uh, won thanks. only thanks. just with the Bills. You you yeah, won Bills, and then Tom Brady as a quarterback pretty much crushed my entire weekend. So <laughs> um, anyway, Whatever. that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Rick and Morty stuff. Uh, and the first way we like to do that is in our first segment. Semi pertinent news. It's semi pertinent news. It's semi pertinent news. For our audio listeners, Brandon had a screwdriver in his hand and turned the Screwdriver every time you hear this sound. <laughs> that's, ah, that's semi pertinent. That's, not, news, a, that's not a screwdriver sound. That's not <laughs> a screw. Yeah. Like, what is this? What is a screwdriver sound to you, anyway? That was it. That was the screwdriver sound. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I thought we lost him. I thought we lost him. Also, Brandon, just for, for the audio listeners, um, and to save Brandon some, some intense editing. Uh, responsibilities later uh brandon just had intermittent uh internet uh quality this evening so there so there may be slight delays but we'll we'll power through it um all right first up in semi-pertinent news uh we have a little bit uh correction some apologies to make uh and and i'm and i'm gonna take this one i'm gonna own it uh as 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 longtime listeners of the podcast would know i am terrible uh, just in general, period. That's that's the end. Uh, but especially terrible <laughs> at pronouncing the names of the creative, wonderful people that work on Rick and Morty. Uh, and in our last episode, uh, I, I I really really destroyed uh, this this creator's um, 
name. I I I pronounced Soya Soyabon or however I said it, but it's it's Siobhan. It's Siobhan Thompson. And I'm terribly sorry, Siobhan. Your 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 Twitter bio talks about how it's not that hard to pronounce. If I had done even an ounce of research in advance, um, I would have known that, and I do apologize. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, so don't cancel us, folks. Um, we, we, also, we, Brandon will be doing all future <laughs> name readings in this podcast. We do we do we do apologize for that. Uh, it's it's not the first time uh, we have, have messed up names. It won't be the last time we we mess up names, but we do owe it to the the folks that we're talking about uh, to to get their names right when 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 we are talking about them. Right. Uh, I think uh, somebody. A long time ago, when we were talking about um, uh, Blade Runner twenty twenty six or whatever it was, <laughs> whatever whatever yeah, year that Blade yeah. Runner was, uh, we were saying like Dennis Villanueva, right, something like that. And somebody hit us up on Twitter and was like, "You can find out how to pronounce it by just doing a Google search, you lazy fox." Right. <laughs> so uh, Dennis Villanueva, uh, we we apologize. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll start. We'll start looking up names before. You know, we're just gonna stop mentioning names on all of our podcasts. Yeah, yeah. That, that, we'll just, uh, that's that's really the easier because we are lazy. The first lazy first you're and last wrong. initials. That's how we're doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This episode written by J L. J L J L in J L. J L. Famous for the vat of acid episode. Uh-huh. J L. Yeah. Um. Speaking. Speaking of. Uh, you know, Adult Swim staples that uh, that have now moved on to to other things. Uh, a bit of news this week uh, in, in Adult Swim, a, a longstanding series on, on the network uh, saying goodbye, waving fond farewells. Uh, the the lead in to your favorite episodes of Rick and Morty and mine, Family Guy, leaving Adult Swim. It has left. It is gone um brandon how how does this how does this uh affect you emotionally it uh it affects me in, in an emotional way it's difficult to describe the emotion and the difficulty of of, of it uh they they say that that adult swim saved family guy uh through through yeah. syndication right and so now family guy is going away uh it's going what 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 channel is it? It's getting taken on by like seven. Fox. Oh, Disney, because <laughs> it's because because Fox owns it. Is right? It, is it really Disney? What is Disney going to do with it? I can't imagine they're putting they'll put Family it all Guy on, on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Disney Plus right at the front. They, the I would screen. I would say probably Hulu. <laughs> I would I would if I had to guess, it would say it would be Hulu because that tends to be where they put all the stuff that wouldn't end up on disney plus yeah they'll they'll put it right under uh uh like mickey mouse fan club yeah Mick, yeah mickey mouse club uh no but i mean it's it's you know we we would watch family guy leading up into the into new episodes of rick and morty and you know i don't i don't i, I didn't hate it i remember when family guy was on always the most glowing uh compliment for a show i didn't hate it <laughs> well when when family guy first came out it was on for like a season and then or however many seasons and it got canceled. And then uh, this was like early 2000s and it came back. Like, it came back because of like DVD sales and 
everybody started buying the DVDs and then it came back. And I remember buying family guy on DVD because it, it's like one of those shows like the critic where it was, it wasn't on for that long, but people loved it. Well, family guy then came back with a vengeance. I think Seth uh, McFarlane had a little chip on his shoulder from Fox canceling him. Um, yeah. But then he turned, he turned it around. Right. Uh, so those early seasons of family guy were, were good. And I have fond memories of those early seasons, but then it has a formula to it, and then it kind of got got a little little bit stale, and like they, I feel like it I, it dug too deep into that formula at times. There's there are times when I still quote classic Family Guy episodes, and um, you know, even in our conversations, we'll be talking about you know the lady with an apple or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was yeah, I did that the other day. That's right. Yeah, that was that was just like a, a week ago. So yeah, choose I mean, Family once, Guy is choose it twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it's it's a classic in terms of adult animated comedies um but yeah no longer no longer available on it's adult gone. swim so so long to the the griffin family and meg and uh we wish you all well and uh yeah yeah we'll yeah. see what uh we'll see what show we get to watch you know uh 80 to 90 percent of uh, next time we we get a new episode teenage of, of euthanasia probably there you go there you go uh yeah. okay well mo- moving on goodbye family guy we're leaving you behind too on to the reddit post of the week this reddit bam, post bam, bam. this reddit post of the week is called evolution of the citadel logo uh submitted by yzy dragon 22222 uh 13000 upvotes and it is an image of all of the Citadel logos over the years, uh, along with the season name. Pretty cool. You know, it starts starts with the R, then it has the RM, and then it just has the M, inevitably. Uh, this is this is an audio podcast, but our Twitch slash YouTube viewers will will get a glimpse of this over in a glimpse, just a glimpse over yeah. in the chat, or yeah, uh, go to our show notes, and then uh, there's there's a link there for it. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, in season three, when they when they added the M into because because the the Citadel of Rick's logo has kind of been around for a while. Um, adding that M when they added the Morty president, um, was pretty cool. The fact that they completely removed the R, uh, in, in the season five finale, I thought was, um, really telling of how much power, uh, the Morty president had. And, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Interesting, interesting evolution of a, uh, symbology. That's right. Yeah. Very, very good. Symbologists are a thing going back to D and D. I, I had a, I'm just saying, you know, they're the thing. John, make fun of me. I hope he has a symbol just in his campaign. Uh, but that, that, that's it for the rest of the week. As far as semi pertinent news goes, uh, there, there's not a ton of semi pertinent news out there. Uh, some, you know, we're, well, I'm sure as the season goes on, <laughs> the mid season, the break, the season break yeah. goes on, uh, we'll, we'll get news here, there, and everywhere. Uh, but for now, not, not a whole lot of it. Uh, everything is winding down, but you know what's not winding down? A certain media presence, a certain social Ooh. media presence, oh. and I'm talking about the Dan Harmon social media minute. The Dan Harmon social media minute. That's all I know to sing about a minute. 
That's a good. That's All a right. good. That's a good base. That's a good. That was a good like little base. Get, yeah, like, I'm, I'm auditioning for this podcast called Rounding the Bases. They just, <laughs> I, I was able to get on one episode, but uh, I don't know. It's tough. They're, they might, They got. They got good guys over there. I I, I know the producer. You, you might. You might get a second. You might get a call back. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I'm uh, I'm offer only though on podcasts. So uh, anyway, Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Uh, we want to we want to say a huge congratulations to the man himself, Dan Harmon, who, if you remember in previous social media minutes, we talked a little bit about his food, uh, seemed to be eating a little bit more healthy. Uh, really, if you if you kind of go back in the archives of this podcast, you can you can find evidence of a change in lifestyle for Dan Harmon, and uh, this week. Uh, we want to feature what has two thumbs and weighs 204 pounds. That's right. Dan Harmon has lost 37 pounds. Wow. Uh, yeah. So so this is a picture of Dan Harmon uh, uh, lifting his shirt up to show his belly with an almost emotionless face and two thumbs up. Um, yeah. Kudos to Dan Woo. for uh, losing that weight after <laughs> after a diabetic warning shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he, he goes on to talk about now he can cut in lines and uh, be a little bit more demanding of customer service. So, yeah, great job, Woo! Dan Harmon. Keep up the good work. Yeah, go Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Dan's going to um, start start doing like his his uh, workout streams. That, those are always fun. Those were those were always a good time. Um, but yeah, kudos, yeah. Dan. You're you're close to being. Uh, Skinnier than I am, so yeah, uh, close to it. Yeah. Almost, almost skinnier than I am. Yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to have a a, a fitness competition with Ooh, Dan Harmon. A skinny which sounds, a yeah, skinny, a off. skinny off, a skinny off that only <laughs> two of the three of us know about. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just monitor his social media and like, just, just challenge him without him knowing, but like keep track of his his uh, weight, like. Over the oh, course yeah. of it. Yeah. We should just stare outside of his like window and just look at him <laughs> and see and estimate how much he weighs. Yeah. No. Okay. Dan Harmon, you're you're you keep up the good work. Keep it um, up, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, all right. Uh that's it. That's it for some pertinent news. It's now time for the moment you've all been waiting for, the reason you're listening, the reason you're here. It is time for uh, the main thing. Main uh, thing. Main thing. Main thing. It sounded a little bit like a crate of orchestra instruments falling down a flight of stairs. Um, which is my favorite type of music. That's true. Right. So, um, really, really well it's done. It's like jazz. Yes, uh, it's like experimental <laughs> jazz. Like, yeah, it's 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 improvisational. It's, it's fresh. <laughs> um, it's it just works right. So, yeah. welcome to the, th- the main thing. Uh, our first uh, main thing in quite a while, where we are not doing a particular episode recap, but no, we are we are covering all ten episodes of season five. Uh, not individually. We're not getting into specific details. If you want to catch any of our thoughts on a particular episode, head back into the archives 
and uh, catch the episodes because because we talked about all of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about some of the uh, overall themes or our overall thoughts about these this uh, this last season that was season five. Um, have you have you had some time to reflect, Brandon, and think back with a couple weeks off and have have you like forgotten the the episodes entirely like I have? <laughs> I have forgot about the the episodes entirely, which is why we're just going to talk about Pickle Rick for the next <laughs> 30 to 40 minutes. Pickle Rick, season three. Oh, my God. What What yeah. is it about season three that we this cannot guy. get away from? Everything in season three, everything has a reason. Everything has meaning. Everything is important. And it, it shapes and paves the way for the rest of the series, which I don't remember. Including episodes yeah. in season three. Uh, so let's let's talk about season three. What what is it about? Yeah. What is it about Travis? What like, is it about eating poop? Am I right? <laughs> what is it about coprophagia? Uh, which I I would never have remembered the that word. Uh, if safe, not for this show. If not for recording. Oh goodness. Well, um, yeah. Let's yeah. let, let season, okay. So so season season five, right? I I it has settled in a little bit more. Uh, the 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 waves have 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 set like the you know like the tides the moon is is gone and so now it's like a low like a low tide where, where we can we can just stroll along the beach and 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 pick up grunion uh from the annual grunion uh season right um yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know what a grunion is <laughs> i don't know I, it's a thing it's a real thing that like when I was a kid, uh, this is getting too far into it, but when I was a kid, we like went to the beach, I think like Long Beach to go get grunion. And that night there were no, there were no grunion on the beach because they come on to, to mate. I don't know if like, I don't think you eat them or anything like that. I think you just like catch them like, like, like sand crabs <laughs> or something. Uh, grunion are two fish species of the genus. Well, here's me mispronouncing things again. Lurithetis or something. We apologize. Uh, we apologize. The, Calif to the California grunion uh, and the Gulf grunion. They are sardine-sized telos fish of the New World silverside family. Uh, long Latin word. Uh, found only off the coast of California, United States of America. So well, there you go. Oh my god! Uh, if you've never heard of a grunion, it's because you're not from California, <laughs> and so you're not as good as. It's us. The California. California. <laughs> Even though I haven't lived there in a really long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Grunions. Get your grunions get, out on the beach. Get your grunions. Um, all right. So, so, all right. Let's talk about season five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So season season five, uh, we want to talk about we want to talk about the, the season as a whole, whole holistically. Uh yeah. some themes, some themes, themes that we saw. Uh, some general discussion, maybe some some theories from from folks listening. Uh, so let's let's jump right into it, Travis. What uh, what what is one of the first themes that that we kind of gleaned from the, the as, season? As as I as I looked at the episodes, as as I was as I was reviewing the the collection, one of the things that really jumped out to me was this idea of relationships, uh, relationships both within the family as well as some romantic relationships. Um, but, uh, not, not just relationships themselves, but also the heartbreak that can come along with, uh, with those relationships. And as, as we look back, there's really several examples of sort of relationships ending or, um, the, the, 
the not so glamorous side of relationships. If you look at the Planetina episode, sort of this idea of romantic love with Morty uh, that he ultimately has to end um, and how uh, upsetting that can be for him, even, even though he's the one that had to break off the relationship. Uh, moving moving forward, you have the Returnal Friendship episode where we look back at Rick and Bird Person's past. We get we get a glimpse at a lot of their history, um, and and we always hear about Blood Ridge, but uh, we 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 find out that there's actually a really a significant emotional event for Rick uh, at, on Blood Ridge as well. So um, yeah, I think I think a, I think. Whether whether or not intentional, that idea of heartbreak and uh, and maybe I don't know the sadness that comes with relationships was uh, really present throughout throughout the season. I think you're right. I think that as 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 we as we rewatch these things and think about them, we can we can pick up we can pick up our own readings of, of the episodes. Perhaps it's not what the the writers ever intended to have this kind of uh, cohesiveness uh, throughout the, the the season. Whenever we ask somebody who's who's a writer, inevitably I will always ask, like, is that something you guys like intended to, whether you knew it or not? And most times they're like, no, that's that's not what we want. But uh, you know, like you you talk about relationships. Why well, I, I think one of the things that that we saw throughout the season, if you wanted to put a bow on it and, and tie them all together, like a, like a bundle of sticks, saving them up for the winter. Right. And then, so you can like put them in your, your, your oven or your fireplace to keep warm through the dark, cruel, cruel winter. Uh, then you could talk about not only the romantic relationships of Morty and, and Planetina that it, there's that in that same episode, there's the relationship between him and his mother uh, Morty, Morty and Beth, uh, the, uh, Morty Plissy episode. It's the relationship between the family as a, as a whole kind of, uh, sure. and yeah, then I could, uh, I, could, I could buy that, uh, with a little bit of, uh, a Beth and Rick coming to kind of terms, although it wasn't, it wasn't primary Rick and Beth, there was still an aspect of it where, where they're growing, uh, relationships, uh, Oh, I, I'll, I'll, the relationship—I mean, relationship between Rick and Morty. Obviously, we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, the relationship as uh, a father and, and son-in-law uh, with uh, with with Rick and Jerry in the uh, where the the demons he's getting made fun of to help have the demons feel good about themselves, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I mean, there's and and then the the best friendship, the best friendship uh, one between Rick and Bird Person. So. Yeah. It's it's all these relationships, all of the heartbreak that can come from relationships, but also how those rela- relationships can evolve over time and become stronger in in, in different ways, right? Uh, now, whereas Morty's relationship with Planetina that didn't grow stronger, uh, and we saw that his relationship with Beth was getting weaker during that episode, we see at the end that there is a bond that happens from it. Um, Oh, and then uh, talk about relationships, uh, Summer and Morty in the Gotron episode, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and and Summer and and Ricks, uh, all all of those things, right? Learning something about each other and and growing stronger and building those relationships through through temper. It's like tempered steel, right? <laughs> like just yeah, there's lots of fire. You, there's lots of steel. <laughs> do you metaphor. think? Because because. 
in 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 previous seasons, obviously they they've explored, especially within the family, those um, familial relationships. Do you think it's it's more so in season five, or is it um, pretty consistent with some of the previous seasons? Uh, the examples that we've gotten of those relational challenges. I I think that there, it feels like there's more resolution of of relationships in in this one, whereas uh, earlier seasons, it kind of it kind of focuses on like the depression aspect of it. If we're talking about like unity uh, or yeah. um, uh, or like like pickle Rick, there's there's a disconnect there, right? There's a disconnect between Rick and Beth at the end still, and and the kids. Uh, there's there's a shallowness still with with Beth and Jerry at, at the end, uh, and then I, I, and, and Rick seems like an, and Rick up until like this season it still is kind of an asshole, right? <laughs> I mean, he's still he's still he's Rick is Rick, yeah, but yeah, um, but he doesn't he, he doesn't there's not a whole lot of growth in like a earlier in like season four, uh, like the high step. Yeah. I I feel like in season four, if you go back to like um, the shy pooper episode and and some of that stuff, like we start to see a lot of, a lot more of like Rick's loneliness and his, his desire for um, like actual fulfilling like relationships, Uh, especially with Beth and Jerry back together. It's, it's, it's harder for him to kind of find, find his place in that. And, um, whereas he sort of became the de facto, you know, man of the house, I guess in in season three. So he could, uh, take advantage of Jerry being gone and stuff like that and try to try to, um, assert his, his place in the family. But yeah, this, this episode or this season really, um, shows how much more connected and how much more important, uh, all of these relationships have become, and and even when we look at you know episodes nine and ten, which which played uh, pretty much together uh, in, in their in their premiere, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, you know Rick leaves and uh, goes off with his two crows, and um, or I guess you know I guess yeah that happens at the end of that episode, but there's there's some real heartbreak there, right where you know, Morty is excited for Rick to come back only to find out that Rick's just back to pack his things and leave. And like the emotion on Morty's face, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Morty crying in this season, like, yeah. uh, because, because of heartbreak. And, uh, ultimately that, that does get resolved. Um, and we find at the end of the season, uh, their, their partnership has, has only grown stronger uh, throughout the course of it. But I, th- I think it's been over this last couple of seasons where we've seen uh, that vulnerability in Rick, which has, 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 has opened up a space to, to kind of create that codependency that they may uh, rely on moving forward in uh, season six and beyond. Yeah, for sure. In, in the last, even though I have this at the end of the, the themes talking about Rick and Morty, the show is called Rick and Morty. The, uh, the season is is book bookended by stories about Rick and Morty uh kind of 
going their their own separate ways. Morty Morty having resentment towards Rick at the at the beginning, uh, where where there's Mister Nimbus right, and uh, Mor- Morty's just like yeah, appreciate it. Let me do my own thing. Let me do, let me do some of my own own things. And then you you know, you uh, fast forward to the end of the season, starting uh, with the two crows and them them doing like their little breakups in the portal boys <laughs> and uh you know and and it, it culminates with them with this this heartbreak this relationship where they have heartbreak between the two of them but then they they grow together and now they are they they have to work together to save themselves save some of the uh the uh, the uh under underground mortys i forget what i called them uh but uh you know they they have to work together they they have to use a partner to to save themselves and uh they as Harmon and them said in the the after the episode you know now that now it's a rick and morty who are partners versus just uh you know antagonists to each other and and i am i'm curious for how that will play out in the future but we'll leave specula- season six speculation for uh, maybe maybe a later time. Um, yeah, look, still still looking back at at season five. Uh, another aspect which uh, I think we picked up on a lot throughout the course of, of watching the season. Um, Scott Martyr touched on it quite a bit when uh, when he was on the podcast talking about working on season five. But it's it's this realization of course um with with the season finale the the biggest twist is this is this return to canon right uh loading the canon fi- firing the canon uh of of lots of uh episodic type episodes and or 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 uh storylines that kind of link together so so we've got i think maybe our first same season callback here in season 5 with everyone's favorite new character, uh, Naruto, uh, <laughs> returning what a mere three episodes after uh, being conceived uh, in in <laughs> in uh, what was that episode called? Rick uh, Dependent Spray. Yeah. Rick Dependent Spray, episode four, uh, and then in episode seven, he comes back in Gotron, Jerisus, Rick Vangelion. Um, yeah. What do what do you think about this? The same season callback. Uh, well, this is, this is something the, the fans of Rick and Morty aren't used to. Um, and, and I don't think they want it. I, I think this is something that, that, that true fans of Rick and Morty don't want. They Which don't means want... if you like it, you're not a real fan, and your IQ's not high enough. <laughs> your your IQ's low. It is super low. <laughs> yeah. Kidding, we love you. Like no, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. It, it, it it's cool. You know, I, I they. It's five seasons in now. We're going into the sixth season, and I do think that they. They have to adjust the. They, I think they see that they should adjust a little bit. I don't know if they need to adjust a little bit because I think, I mean, what what kind of consistency existed in Family Guy and people watch that shit forever, forever. They watch yep. it forever. 
Um, farewell, farewell, adult swim. Um, <laughs> right, right. So, so yeah. I, I don't, I don't think Rick and Morty needed that, but I think it's a, it's a decision on their part to, to, to give fans what they want because I know fans do want that. If, if I'm gonna go back to Family Guy real quick for a second, if Family Guy had an episode that was really, you know, <laughs> it was really evil Morty esque proportion, and then it showed up again later, I think people would be like. I want more uh, serialization in, in Family Guy. I think that for a brief period of time there, Brian was dead. And <laughs> it, like the, that might have been like the most consistency it had storyline wise, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian wants to bang Lois. You know, consistency there. But I, yeah, those are just, those are just, you know, character traits. Yeah. Those aren't, those aren't necessarily, you know, like canon yeah, you know adventures like story story arcs right yeah. yeah um i do i do find it interesting i think you know i i don't recall there being such a desire uh an outcry from the fandom about canon um really up until the point when evil morty returns right uh when when we see him come back in uh citadel of ricks or tales from the citadel uh i we've had we've had like canon over um series breaks where you know rick leaves and goes to jail and then comes back and destroys you know the federation or something in the next episode those 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 have happened but the idea of bringing back a, a major character like like evil morty really i think sent this show in a direction in, where it can't it can't deny like the fans addiction for for canon and things like that if if they had they had had some other ending i i don't know that they would have been i don't know do you feel like I, they there was as much of a, a pull for evil morty before that i, I don't know i th i think there is a a certain level of expectation to when when they not not just evil morty but uh talking about like tammy and bird and bird person uh yeah. there yeah. there there was there was that the uh the grunfle mind says isn't that big a deal but the like the season 3 premiere uh with with the backstory the the made up backstory of of it's not made up at this point in time you know there's yeah. aspects but but um like fans thoughts and theories based off that right it became it became a thing it and did. and it so did. and so they they int they introduced these kind of uh these these breadcrumbs of a a deeper story and fans wanted it they wanted it to pay off i think i here's here's what i here's what i think i don't think that it would have been a, as as oh, people wouldn't wouldn't bit as hard up on for it if between season three and season four there wasn't a long ass break and yeah and whereas season four and season five there was you know a, a good size break there i i i think that just is like when it comes back now after ap between season three and through season four people are like all right let's let's go let's 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 see what what we're missing here and yeah. they don't necessarily get that uh, in in a full dose. Instead, we get uh, you know like the story train episode where we're like we'll 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 hook you up. 
but you just wait wait for us and we'll yeah. we'll, we'll hook you up yeah. when we're ready to hook you up uh which at the end of that season that's when they killed tammy right <laughs> yeah that's true that's true i and 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 get bird person back which which is um though it took most of season five to actually pay off we we end season four with rick talking about how he's a, a terrible father, but but a good friend. He's got Bird Person locked up in the garage. Uh, and then we go almost the entirety of season five before we actually revisit um, how Bird Person and, and Rick, uh, how their relationship started and sort of the course of that relationship as, as Rick tries to turn Bird Person back into himself and, and, and recover from his Phoenix Person persona. Um, I, I thought, I mean, this episode was chock full of, of canon type elements, but told in a way that was really original. Um, but again, adds, adds some more to that, uh, overarching narrative of, of Rick's backstory. And I mean, really between that bird person episode and the, uh, season finale, we have, a pretty consistent and clear uh, timeline of of Rick's life from the time he started doing sci-fi type stuff yeah. to the time he um, you know rejoined the Smith family uh, just before season one. How, how how do you how do you feel about them being the writers being so um, I don't know out in the open with 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 all that information. I, I think it works because it in instead of us kind of guessing at how he's humanized and uh, get guessing about his backstory and, and where his sadness stems from, where his loneliness stems from, I think this kind of puts it out there, puts it out there for yeah. the audience and says, here's your baseline. Here's all the stuff you understand about about Rick. Uh, we're going to go on different adventures in the future. Now, now this now this shouldn't be something you focus so hard on. You don't you don't you don't care about the season three premiere stuff anymore because you know that's true to a certain extent. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you know uh, he's he's lonely because he lost his only daughter and his and his wife in an explosion. That's that is now now we're moving on. Here's why he hates the Citadel. Here's why he's he's got a thing against other Ricks. Here's you know, all the ins and outs and what really happened. Oh, dead wife. Yeah. Now we can all stop talking about it. Like, um, in terms of, of, of theory crafting, I think the writers really just kind of put to bed a lot of questions about his past, which like some, some of them are a little convoluted, like, Oh, evil Morty is his original Morty. And that's why he's, he's evil. Like, or, or like stuff like that. And they're trying, trying to make those connections, and instead they they just really laid it out and made it pretty clear obviously there's still gaps there's there's still opportunities for other other people from Rick's past to pop up but we really did get a lot more context and as you said it really humanizes Rick a little bit more and again um makes him easier to relate to and uh less up on a pedestal from 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 Morty and, and the rest of the Smith family yes well uh, absolutely yeah. Well, you, you, you talk, you talk about theories. Uh, we talk, you know, we're, we're, we, we did a lot of theory crafting back in the day. And then we, then we got out of the, the habit. 
knowing, well, maybe not knowing, but assuming that there there's going to be some of this uh, serialization that happens, maybe a little bit more in, in future seasons, maybe more than we've seen in the past, maybe just as much as we saw th- this year. Uh, maybe it's time to just ask a, a couple of questions. We don't have too many questions, but we do have a, uh, one question from uh, from Twitter. And uh, I have a general question that I, that I keep seeing this on on, on fan pages uh, about uh, about this one question. But first, we'll get into uh, from Twitter. It's at E-E-F-S-T-X-T, Eve's text. They write... I'm not sure where to submit this, but I'd love for you guys to discuss the theory that Rick himself, the C-137 version, was the one that killed his own wife and daughter. He didn't scan himself in the episode. Uh, now, what do you think about that, Travis? What, what do you, that, that, is a, that is a theory that is out there that he didn't scan himself. He scanned everybody else's faces, but he didn't scan himself. Uh, that he is the one that that kind of killed uh killed his family to set these horrible events in motion i mean i mean that rick used to wear blue pants right let's <laughs> let's not let's not get things twisted okay yeah. um i i i think it's i think it's an interesting question um at the same time i i don't love it uh because it, it makes a couple of assumptions one that uh there's a lot of a lot of time travel happening that where you know this rick goes uh somehow time travel like gets interdimensional portal technology and then time travels back to when he doesn't have it and then for some reason like kills his own family which sets up all kinds of paradoxes because at what point does that originally happen? And you know, that it's, it's the messiness of time travel, like to begin yeah. with. So, so, so that aspect of it bothers me. And I also, I also think it, it would somewhat cheapen Rick's, you know, C-137's um, backstory that he is, he is a person that's driven, you know, sort of by grief and, the loss of his family and the emotional struggle of that, which, you know, really causes some of that deep pain that we see manifested in his recklessness in the early seasons. Um, we don't know why he's that way, but it's because he's kind of given up hope on, on a lot of things. And it's, it's only through all this time spent with the Smith family that we've, we've sort of seen him turn that corner and become, um, more relatable. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously in those montages, we see him trying to find, I mean, he's, he's motivated by finding this person. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I, I, I agree that it would potentially be himself, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you, do you think this is possible? I think it's possible. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to completely discredit it, but I do think that, it, it is a it is possible and and, he, and here here's why I say it's possible it's possible because uh we know that Rick is his own worst enemy and and it's very it, it's it's a very on the nose way of looking at it that he is himself his own worst enemy because he's the one who kickstarted this chain of events in order for him to uh be the Rick that we all that we all know there is a the aspect of 
that there are all these different versions of Beths and Mortys and Summers and Jerry's. Like they all they all exist. That yeah. there's infinite amounts of them, and so he could he can he could maybe maybe future Rick in the, in this case knows that and is is fine with that. Um, also, like the the whole aspect of Rick trying to kill himself and he can't do it, right? Like what it, yeah. uh, in the Unity episode, right? Uh, for example, like he tries to kill himself and he he is unable to kill himself for whatever reason, which is kind of symbolic of his journey to try to kill himself <laughs> because of the damage that he did to himself. And, uh, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe in this theory, there is a, there is a big bad or a, a giant evil thing in out in the multiverse that older Rick has to kickstart younger Rick to do in order to get them get him in that position it's kind of like it's kind of futurama nibbler pushing fry into the <laughs> the, the cryo chamber there it's a, they, they they have to do it because fry uh is against the mind mind things whatever i forget what they're called yeah so i'm not going to discredit it i think there there's some validity there especially if you uh go down a rabbit hole of of trying to explain things do i think it, it it's that i i don't want it to be uh personally yeah. but but yeah. it, but it very well could be. Sure. Sure. Uh this next one just says Beth a clone question <laughs> mark. Was was that just one of your notes? It 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 is one of my notes. Yeah. Uh the this this one is one I I've seen on Reddit. I've seen in some of the Rick and Morty fan pages. It it's it's the It's not even really a theory, I guess. It's just a to me it's a misunderstanding of of the situation. Um so I'll I'll just throw this out there. the The idea is that the Beth that that we see, uh, every every Rick has a Beth who died, and every every Beth that we see is a is a clone. Like they're all they're all clones. Every 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 Beth is a clone, essentially. Uh, and that's and that's not how I read the situation at all. I I I read it as, uh this Rick, the Rick we have, the Rick we know was driven by the loss of his original daughter and, and wife being murdered. And that's why he is a different Rick than, than, than the other Ricks. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I read that. How, how do you, how do you read this, this situation? Yeah. I, I think the existence of, of, of Morty's and Beth's and Jerry's and all of these things, um, it's, it's because there are so many versions of reality where Rick just leaves for selfish reasons or leaves for, uh, you know, greed or, or, or whatever. And, and not necessarily because his, his wife and daughter were killed in an assassination, in an assassination attempt on himself. Right. So that, that does make this version of Rick unique and it does drive his pursuit of tracking down all these other Ricks and then ultimately um, hating the, the early Citadel and the er early council of Ricks. And um, despite that hatred, ultimately helping to create the Citadel. Um, yeah. So I, I, 
I think the fact that there is a family out there for him to visit and then go assume like grandpa status, right? Like, um, Beth doesn't have any like sort of memory. Like she remembers Rick leaving. Like she doesn't remember, you know, mom blowing up. She just, she was raised by a Diane that was still there. So, um, I, I think there needs to be a lot of realities where, you know, that is the case. And I, I think it does open up a weird sort of unexplored uh, area where we haven't seen any old Dianes or, you know, like why is she gone in every dimension? And um, I think that's, that's an interesting challenge for, for the writers to have. And, uh, I'm curious how they, how they solve that. Um, and, and whether or not Rick's sort of by nature avoid that interaction for, for whatever reason, if they're, if they are out there, maybe they're all outside of the central finite curve and, um, maybe, maybe, maybe she's smarter than Rick and that's, and that's, that's why they built the central finite curve is to, you know, it's it's only the realities without Diane. I don't know. Oh I'm, man, look, look, look at me go. Look at you, lost, lost boy. Somebody somebody posted on the Reddit. <laughs> yeah, the, the the other two things about that are are Fruity Land, right? There is there's there is evidence of this Rick that we know having interacted with with young with Beth as a child. Uh, so yeah. may, is maybe that's like before the explosion in in the, in his reality. Sure. Uh, uh, but alter- but alternately, uh, we see in the in the finale that he goes basically w- where the series generally starts. That's where that's where the the season ends. That it shows him like giving up building a citadel and then going uh, to to be with, with Beth and, and the family. Yeah. Uh, there, in one of the earlier episodes, it shows it shows uh, Rick holding baby Morty. Right. Um, yeah. The, the, and, the same episode where we first see evil Morty. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, and then there's like a picture on the, the wall uh, at bird person's house uh, with, with him holding a baby Morty. Yeah. Uh, so it, there, there is some experience there. Not, you know, I, it could be anything. It could be him exploring the, the multiverse and, and seeing things before he decides that he actually wants to be, uh, with the with the family, who knows? Uh, but I, I just throw those out there as examples of, you know, things that people are are grasping onto and in, in finding yeah. holes in in theory. So, and and as the show that was not originally written, I think to have this deep and complicated story arc, and as you get into like more and more aspects of multiverses and and different dimensions. Um, to tie a cohesive story through all of that with all of the things that have been presented in early seasons without um, necessarily considering all of those aspects. Uh, I think there's going to be holes. I think there's going to yeah. be uh, areas where the, where the writers have to sort of retcon certain things to, to, to make up for, for what was said in the past. But uh, yeah, if, if we're going to continue down this path of, of, you know, more canon and more, more theories and things like that. Uh, I think we have to be a little bit like, uh, yeah, all right. 
that was a different Rick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> give it, give it, give a little grace to, to some of the, the confusing moments that will probably pop up from time to time. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, Travis, we're, we're, we're get we're getting to the hour mark. Uh, one thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to talk about our favorite episodes, a couple of our least favorites, uh, and then a few other topics like characters, overall episode, and, and yeah, our, this is like, our top this five like lightning round. Yeah, the, the season five lightning. <laughs> Turn the screwdriver. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, there's there's some definite episodes that uh, were the highlights of season five, uh, starting with the the season five premiere. Mort dinner, Rick Andre. Uh, I think I think widely. Um, uh, a favorite episode by uh, a lot, a lot of viewers. Uh, some other episodes I really enjoyed uh, Rick Mariah Jack. Um, I thought, I mean, obviously the, the premiere and the finale kind of both always highlights in most seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have of course the, the bird person episode, Ricternal friend shine of the spotless Mort. Uh, I, I have here the Gotron episode uh, because honestly, I, I like the good fellas, good fellows, uh, Godfather stuff. I thought I thought it was great. Yeah. Um. And then and then finally, uh, a Rick convenient Mort, uh, which is a great. I think it's a great episode. Uh, not everyone thinks it. Not everyone necessarily agrees, but I like it. I like it a lot. Um. I. I mean, kudos to Schraub. I. I mean, getting that getting that writer's credit. I. I think it's a great episode. I. I like that it ends on a on a darker note, like um, on an emotional note. And, uh, I think it, the, all the Planetina stuff with Planetina's kids is hilarious. And, um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it, I think it's a great episode. Um, yeah, but with that yeah. in mind, there were, uh, some, some not so favorite episodes. Wah, and, wah. <laughs> uh, I, I think widely, uh, criticized across the internet, uh, Rick dependent spray, the, uh, the, the sperm episode was, uh, a, tough to handle um uh and and i think i don't i don't know i i need to watch it again uh through a new set of eyes and and see uh if it's if it's grown on me at all i, I don't know yeah it's, it's gonna take some time i think and i and i hope i hope it doesn't grow on you too much uh no i it was it was okay it was okay it, it was this season's uh uh sex dragon episode uh, it had it had good action. Woolly mammoth. <laughs> get get out of here. <laughs> uh, it, it had it had good action. The animation is is great. Had some funny bits to it, but in all in all, it, uh, it was I don't know. It's definitely not in in my my top ten greatest episodes of all time. Sure, that's sure. for certain. Uh, and then and then we have here uh, the the Rick and Morty Thanksploitation spe- spectacular. I thought I thought this one had good stuff in it, but it, it just it seemed oddly timed. I think if sure. I think if this episode was was near Thanksgiving, I think I would have would have liked it a, lo- a lot more. I uh, I fully intend on watching this episode around mid November, um, <laughs> and I expect to enjoy it because I think I think the premise is absurd uh in the in the best sort of way and uh i did i didn't dislike this episode but it was a little uh jarring to have a thanksgiving episode in like august so <laughs> um yeah I, I i can i can see your point there yeah uh yeah. uh 
now in every season we get some very uh interesting and new characters uh this season was no different um i want to highlight a few of our favorites uh starting with again the 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 man that controls the police it is it is mr <laughs> nimbus uh hilarious uh character that the nemesis of rick introduced at the beginning of this season this is a character i would not be upset if uh if if he shows up again i i i think there's definitely if we're going to get into this more canon more uh connectivity between characters and episodes yeah bring back nimbus let's 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 see more bring him back bring him back speaking of bringing him back i've got a bunch of I've got a bunch of trash i need to eaten uh garbage, garbage goober get out here <laughs> garbage garbage goober uh poor little poor little guy the first time we meet him and he's just he just he eats just all of that stuff that morty trash has. trash i love trash. <laughs> yum, he just, yum, trash he's like breathing hard he looks so miserable and then we find out that he's he doesn't like trash he's just he's just doing he has a phd uh some 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 folks that i work with were putting together a group to volunteer to go pick up trash uh which which is a noble noble cause right yeah. but uh as they're asking for volunteers i'm just in the background being like yeah trash i love trash yum <laughs> yum trash <laughs> i got all these weird looks i was like oh yeah not everybody watches this show my bad i'm, I'm sorry um but yeah garbage goober's great um best new character naruto obviously uh, <laughs> obviously um gotta come back in season six like we can't can't just just leave him out there floating in space uh honorable mentions <laughs> uh bruce chutback uh, yeah the chut bruce chutback um, cut uh, chut. <laughs> thought thought that was great um i don't know like the sperm scientist maybe maybe not a great new character yeah but bruce through, um, but but bruce chutback is is good uh yeah. Bo, bovi <laughs> oh hoovy 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 yeah that's right. yeah Hoovy was great Vo voiced by uh jim gaffigan yeah. um that was that was great um, yeah it was you 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 have that look on your face but it was definitely jim gaffigan what are, are you sure yeah. oh it, 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 it doesn't matter i mean i believe you i believe you i don't think it was though uh oh yeah it was yeah gaffigan as Hoovy, harman as jessica just don't kidding. even don't yeah. even fans don't even fans <laughs> even we fans. got we got we got it locked down uh all right all right those, those are some great characters um let's 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 a little thought experiment let's okay. let's rank uh, our own personal rankings uh top five episodes from this season sure. and we can close out with what we believe was the best overall episode all right all right um, yeah of the Sh season Shout out to Adult Swim No Context over on, on over on Twitter. Uh, they did they did their top five. Uh, Real Rubaboa also did this. Their their order. Just throwing this out there to them. Episode two, Multiplicity. Episode one, uh, Mister Nimbus. Episode four, three and five. So all all in the all in the first half of the season. Yeah, I when 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 you shared this in the uh in the show notes, I was like, did they do this halfway through the season? Like did they just rank the top five like did they not like any of the last five episodes? That seems really 
uh, strange to me that you know they... maybe maybe I, it, I did go back a long way, so maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was. I don't think they saw the last five episodes and they made this ranking. But uh, <laughs> our our rankings, it was include... shout out to them. Whatever. <laughs> our our rankings include all ten episodes. So uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, our number fives. What was your, what was your number five episode this this season? Oh, I, okay. I gotta go in reverse order. Uh, my number five was. Uh, Mortiplicity. That that's that's the one I that's the one I chose. Yeah, Mortiplicity not in my my top five. Oh. Um, I I don't I don't necessarily dislike it. I just uh, I liked these episodes more. Um, the Gotron episode, my my number five. Oh, uh, okay. So, so yeah, I I really like that one. All right, right on. Um, yeah. No, what do you got, number four? Number four, I've got the premiere Mort Dinner Rick Andre. I thought it was a I thought it was a good episode, which captures Rick and Morty. It captures the zaniness of of Rick doing silly stuff, Jerry and Beth doing their thing, uh, and Morty going back and forth into Narnia land, and, and it just it takes on a weird subplot of its own with all the with all the Hoovy stuff going on. Uh, for all of those reasons, uh, that that episode is also my top five, but also potentially the biggest spread between. Uh, our picks because uh, mine is mine is ranked uh, significantly higher. Uh, my 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 number four episode uh, is actually episode three, uh, Rick Convenient Mort. Uh, we mentioned the the Shrob classic with Planetina, and uh, yeah, I, I I do like this episode. Um, I think there's some great uh, jokes in it and a lot of heart. So so that's why I put it at number four. Yeah, which which that's great because that leads into my number four. Which is no, that, number no, your number three. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number three. That's right. I recommend you more. That, that's that's mine as well. Uh, it's that the relationship between him and his mom, the Planetina stuff. It, it ring it rings true uh, to to a certain extent for for me. Like I, I I felt it. I felt that, and it was the first time. And I, again, I, I say this. It's like the first time we see Morty really share that. Like full bawling emotion uh like a genuine emotion um which we see again uh, later on in the season what's your number three uh so my number three is the bird person episode returnal french shine of the spotless mort uh which was not in your top five oh Uh, no yeah i i oh yeah you're right so so that's that's the one i had to trade out for for the uh the Mortiplicity. So, so that's that's what knocked Mortiplicity outside of my top five. Oh man! Um, oh man! But yeah, the all of the all of the backstory and and um the the unique way that they, uh, arguably this could be even higher, um if I if I spent more time thinking about it. But definitely top three episode for me uh this season. I I I'll say that I like that episode a lot. Uh, I I what I like about it. Is that whereas the Simpsons they they Homer Marge sit on the couch and then they say, "Ooh, look at the picture books. Let's tell a story about our past." And then they then they do a flashback episode based off of that. They did a flashback episode in a unique way uh, to where we could see the backstory. So I'll, I'll give them credit for that. What I what I my critique of it was being episode eight. They it just seemed like a lore dump to to me. Uh, I'll and, give you that. And so I that. was like, although I, I I still like it, the the some of the feedback was like, this is this is what we've been watching Rick and Morty for, 
And like as as part of like a, a backlash in my mind is like, well, that's that's not what we that's have not, been watching. That's not what I watch Rick and Morty for. All right, if that's what you watch. Uh, uh, so anyways, uh, so my number two, going on my number two, my number two is your number five, uh, which is the, the Gotron episode. Yeah. Um, you just love you just love mobster movies that much more than I do. I just love mobster movies. And giant and giant robots. And I, giant robot ferrets. And I just yeah. I just love I, and arguably I don't know if this is this is my real number 2, but I ran out of time and that's where it's going to stay. There it is. There it is. Uh my number 2 episode um loved by fans across the internet. Uh this is of course uh Rick Murray Jack uh Episode ten, the the season finale, the the yet again return of President Morty, Evil Morty, and the uh, huge lore dump with the central finite curve uh, being destroyed, and you know chaos at the Citadel. Um, it it is a great episode. Lots lots of information in there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um it's good stuff and. I think you liked it even just a little bit more than I did. <laughs> I did like it just a little bit more than you did. I I have it as my as my number one. It it it's a it is a, a game changer uh, for Rick and Morty because it 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 changes up some of the things that we have all just kind of assumed uh, about about this world that is that is yeah. a true multiverse. And Rick is the smartest person in the, out out there. We know that's not we know that's not the case. We know that he's been shielding himself uh, collectively. The Ricks have been shielding themselves uh, to to have them be the smartest. And if that's not the the case anymore, and he's uh, you know almost uh, essentially immortal, he's a god. Well, now he's not going to be. He's he he may not be a god anymore. There there might be other yeah. smarter, more devious people out there, and and how that and how that affects things. And not only that. The relationship between Rick and Morty, uh, the that that was there, and it was it wasn't just a pure lore dump. Like there there was lore dump aspects of it, yeah. Uh, but it also it still advanced the the narrative, and it gave us mm-hmm. it gave us an out for Evil Morty. Maybe he'll he'll show back up again. Maybe he won't. I assume he'll show up in some way, shape, or form. But he wanted to be rid of Rick. He, yeah. he he didn't want to be tied to him anymore, and he's finally free. So maybe we're free. He didn't want to live in that. Uh, what did he call it? An infinite crib for an infinite baby. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be in Rick's version of the universe or or the multiverse. He wanted he wanted the real deal. Yeah. And so so he's gonna get it, and and hopefully we get some of that uh, in season six and beyond. Uh, my number one episode. Uh, your number four. Uh, Mr. Nimbus he controls the police. Um, this episode just has so much for me. The 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 back and forth between Rick and Nimbus uh, is hilarious. We get we get a a classic uh, episode in in Morty's uh, ongoing pursuit for for Jessica's affections and the the way they play with time through the the Narnia portal. Like I. All of that, like just the sci-fi elements, every every bit of it, um, is just terrific in my opinion. So, so that's why I bumped it up uh, all the way to number one. Uh, also, it was the first episode of the season, and so maybe that maybe that's what, maybe it's uh you know skewed in that way, but maybe um, so. Yeah, maybe so, that, so. That's our top five. Uh, looking back at season five, 
if uh if you have a top five if 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 you listening right now unity if you're like you know what i wonder what my favorite top five episodes are of this season well, you know, let us know what, let us know, Sh- share them over uh, at Rick and Morty pod over on Twitter. You can send us an email, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know your top five and we'll, we'll share those uh, in, in, in the next episode. Um, just like we're going to share this feedback that oh. we got from some of you. It's now time for listener suggestions and short outs, uh, all sorts of short outs today. So, so let's, uh, let's start over on Twitter. What do you got, Brandon? All right. Uh, th- this one from Alejandro Casanas. What an end to season five. Evil Morty returns and they give fans closure to the Citadel stuff. Simply great. At Gogu Kieran, at Rick and Morty Pod, at Rick and Morty. Uh, one of those yeah. is us. Yeah, we're the middle one. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the short out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, had, we, had an, we had an email which, which asked us a question. Email. Uh, from Will Williamson. They write, hey, guys, sorry to bug you again, but I was wondering about your thoughts with an Anatomy Park sequel. In season one in the end credits, Ethan, Summer's boyfriend at the time, had an Anatomy Park put in his body. But in season three, Morty morphosized him, morphosized him at the end of the episode. Do you think they'll ever mention this or come back to this for an episode? Thanks, Will. Uh, First off, Will, no need to apologize. Thank you for your email. Uh, yeah. You're not bugging us. Nah, you're not. You're not gonna bug us. You ain't um, us. Yeah, an Anatomy Park sequel. Um, I think is interesting. One because I love theme parks. Um, <laughs> and and they're doing a lot more canon type stuff in the series. Why not go back to Anatomy Park? Uh, I do wonder if Morty messing with. Ethan, I don't. I feel like we haven't seen Ethan in an episode since he was morphosized memorphosized yeah so uh yeah i don't really know what the fate of ethan is but i think there would definitely be an opportunity just like we've ended up back at blips and chits and uh other other places even even if just for some weird sequence where they're able to like you know have have to go back to anatomy park or there's oh somebody's hiding in anatomy park or something or or they're just like a chase theme scene through ethan's <laughs> Uh, park, you know, like I, I think, I think that I don't know if we'll get a full episode about it, but um, some sort of nod to uh, that retelling, I think, could be could be a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe may, maybe you're maybe you're right. Yeah, we know that we know that Annie and a collection of folks were were inside his body too, and during that episode, and who 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 knows? Maybe when he's morphosized, morphosized. Uh, the, 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 the park within him was also morphed and, yeah. and some crazy stuff, you know, their Jurassic world was a sequel. It came out, it came out many, many years later after Jurassic park. And, uh, it, it, it made some changes. It made some changes to the formula and the, the Jurassic world sequel, I forget what it was called, uh, changed it even further, changed it even further further with cloning yeah. humans spoiler alert for those who haven't seen that movie uh it, it 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 is it is it is a thing it is a thing that can happen uh i, I want to go back real quick jurassic park the novel a lot of people you know michael michael crichton and then the lost world jurassic park the sequel to the book which is nothing like the sequel to jurassic park the lost world nothing like it however jurassic park 3 is very similar to Jurassic Park, the Lost World, the novel. Throwing that out there. Basically, Jurassic Park 3 is like a greatest hits of the first two novels. 
maybe a sequel to Anatomy Park will be like that. It's a greatest hits of Jurassic Park, the novels. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Um, quick short out uh, to the Twitch community. Thank you, Nikki Chuck, uh, for the for the follow uh, over over on Twitch. We also have uh, a couple of posts from Instagram. Yeah, at Rick and Morty Pod. The first is uh, from from yeah. Films and Fermentation. They write, I love your podcast. It helps me to appreciate Rick and Morty even more. You recently thanked me for following you on Twitch, uh, Films and Fermentation. Uh, as a podcaster just starting out, it meant a lot to have that shout out. Thanks again and keep up the excellent work. Shout out to you, uh, fellow, fellow podcaster. Podcasts, you know, the podcasts, they come and go. Podcast peoples, they come and go. And we just got, we got to stick together. We got to stick together. That's a, right. A, a shout out, a shout out. It's worth, it's, it's free. It's free to appreciate a, a fellow podcaster. So no, and, no uh, you just remember that Nikki Chuck, because, uh, we, we, we did, we got the shout out for films and fermentation. Uh, now it's your turn, Nikki Chuck to, to respond to our Instagram with, with a thank you about, about your shout short out. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, let's keep this cycle rolling. Okay. Uh, and then the, this, this final Instagram shout out, why don't you read this one for us, Travis? <laughs> This is, uh, this, this, from, is from, from, this is from a, a direct message to us. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so go ahead. Uh, so this is uh, from Delmar, uh, one word. Uh, want to see... Get... <laughs> okay, I got to read it verbatim. Want to see get fully naked and get some fun. Heart finger, okay, sign tongue, spit spit. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we and we got we got we got a second we got a second message from Delmar. Oh, too. in the follow up. Yeah, I'm so lonely. Come get me, baby heart. Point. Okay, sign tongue. Spit spit. Kissy face hearts. <laughs> Eyes hearts. Kiss. Film hearts. Heart. <laughs> heart heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming some of those were emojis. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Delmar. Thank you. Uh, pre- appreciate you reaching out um, for for that. Like, loving the show. And uh, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite episode of, of season five? What do you think about Evil Morty? Do you th- do you think we'll see him again? Heart, heart, tongue, heart, heart. Kissy spit. spit. <laughs> Uh, well, that will about do it for this episode. Thank you to everyone uh, who was shorted out or was not shorted out. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you subscribing, uh, especially if you're listening to this right now, because that means you don't just download the episodes during the season, but you are the the true believers, the the hardcore fans that that download even the episodes in the off season. Uh, we appreciate your support. We we thank you for following along and uh yeah we'll have more to come we're we're working on some interviews and and additional goodies uh to help us get through this break between seasons um but yeah until until then thank you for listening i am travis and i am brandon we'll see you and hear you next time <laughs>